3: Terms and conditions apply.
4: Hello and welcome. It's our number one, hour one of our radio show repackaged in the podcast format. And we go where the stories of the day take us. And we begin this podcast with the Buffalo Bills, the fallout, the autopsy on their loss to Cincinnati and the sideline meltdown of star receiver Stephon Diggs. Now, Diggs, huffing and puffing on social media, says people want him to be okay with losing. Is that a valid or invalid take? Are people criticizing the Bills receiver Stephon Diggs' reaction more than the result of the game? He implied that as well. And will this sideline meltdown have lingering effects for Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs? We'll cover all of the downs Right now, in our number one, here it is. Enjoy. A case of the Buffalo Blues. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Mather Show, a brand spanking new one. We are in the air everywhere, cohorts, as we possess telepathic powers, unless we don't coast to coast border to border and beyond on the vast and indefinitely powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the shake, the shake and bake of the graveyard shift. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection. Fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead this hour coming from Bills Mafia. Well, not actually the fans. This is the players. We have a follow-up to a story that we discussed in a previous episode of the show. So that—that that is where things erupted. Kaboom! In the fallout from the divisional round of the weekend. So Buffalo, we know they failed to emerge victorious. This was the year of the Bills. The year of the Bills. And they went kaput. Uh, That's it. Uh, See you later. As they froze in the snow against Joe Burrow and the Bengals in the divisional round of the playoffs. And it appears a Buffalo team not built for the snow. What up with that? They'd be better off in a dome. The Buffalo Bills, they don't run the ball particularly well. Their defense looked slow. They were playing a zone defense in that game. So that's that's what has happened. But during the, the blowout loss at home, lost by 17 points, and the Bills favored by 5, 5.5, their star receiver, Stephon Diggs, boiled over in a very public hissy fit on the sidelines. It was caught by the... CBS cameras there. Josh Allen was the target of the dismay, and it was kept for posterity's sake. It is still bouncing all over the echo chamber there on social media. So then Diggs, who skedaddled out of the stadium, he tried to leave before the coaches even came into the locker room, and the player had to drag his ass back. And so he attempted after that, once he, he got back, he didn't really say much, but he added to the drama the day after. What did he do? I don't know if you saw this or not, heard about it. Maybe not. So Diggs goes on social media, and he does a mini rant to give his side of the story. And among other things, if you didn't see it, perhaps not, among other things, he said, quote, Want me to be okay with losing? No! said that. I I think he was probably angry when he said that. He also said, want me to be okay with our level of play when it's not up to the standard? (laughs) No! In the third and final salvo, Stephon Diggs, a veteran, highly paid wide receiver, said, it's easy to criticize my reaction more than the result. Close quote. All right, so let us discuss the sound of Diggs as he begins his off-season workouts. All right, so the question on this one, very simple question. Stefan Diggs saying that people want him to be okay with losing. Is that a valid or invalid point? So the arrow is pointing invalid. This one is an invalid take, bad take by him. I've got diamond, juggling, and employee documents. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make some chicken wings. Now, I've been to the birthplace of the modern chicken wing. Now, chickens have always had wings. But the Anchor Bar in Buffalo, I've been there. It's got, they, they claim that's where the, the Buffalo chicken wing originated, modern interpretation of the chicken wing. Anyway, so listen, Stephon Diggs, we'll start here. Stephon Diggs is clueless on this one. He's a heck of a player, but he's absolutely clueless on this one. He made himself part of the story. You didn't do it. I didn't do it. He did it. Period. Hard. Stop. And this is not his first rodeo. Diggs has been in the NFL for a number of years. He knows that at any given time, there are dozens of cameras on you. Certainly in a playoff game, there are 20-plus cameras documenting everything that takes place in an NFL game. And the people in the truck are doing what? Even if you've never worked a day in television, maybe you don't have a TV, you know that if you are the producer of an NFL broadcast, you are looking for compelling drama. You're looking for it. You want the reaction shot of a a fan crying. You get that at the NCAA tournament every year. You, You want the emotion, the raw emotion. And like a thespian, Stephon Diggs played to the red light, the on light, on the camera there. There there are always cameras focused on you on the sidelines, right? And he was spitting mad and, and all that. And, and there there are ways to keep these things in-house. Now, as a talk show host, I would like to thank Stefan Diggs for not keeping this in the family. Diggs coulda, shoulda, woulda held that rant for the sanctity of the locker room, but he didn't do it. And he couldn't do it. And so we got what we got, and uh, you know. then if he had blown up in the locker room and then somebody had leaked it out, then it's a different conversation. But it's not like that happened. And it's not about being okay with losing. That's not the point. That's a bad take by Diggs. We're talking about how you handle stressful situations. You got to become the diamond, not the charcoal, right? You got to become the diamond. A diamond is just a piece of charcoal That, uh, let's just say it handled the stressful situation really, really well. Really, really well. And Diggs was your generic brand prima donna receiver having a volcanic eruption on the sidelines. Ka-boom! Just like that. Now, why did he do that? Well, he was frustrated. The team was losing. But he was also not a factor. He was not a force multiplier, was not on the same song sheet with Josh Allen, targeted 10 times, had four catches, I think something like 35 yards, something along those lines. But Diggs was a spectacular, spectacular spectator. So much, though, he probably should have paid for a ticket. And as for losing in general, there's a good quote by a former late college basketball coach at North Carolina, Dean Smith, who talked about, if you treat every situation as life and death, you're going to die a lot. Uh, when you when you deal in, in losses and wins in sports. And, but the fact that he's complaining, he's like, oh, make me the story. Well, you were the one that made yourself the story. I didn't make you a story. All right, now page two. Are people criticizing Stefan Diggs' reaction more than the actual performance by the Buffalo Bills? So not in my dimension. Now, I live in a different dimension. Maybe you do not live in my dimension. But in my dimension, I have not noticed that. You have different tiers to this story on social media. What do you have? You have athletes who are mostly insulated, surrounded by fanboys, members of the fan club for the team, that bow down before them. We worship you, almighty athlete, all-powerful, omnipresent, alive and well. And those fanboys, oh, the, the lemmings, uh, they, they love to build up Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs could have punched Josh Allen in the face and knocked him out and his fans would have said, oh, you know, he deserved it, Josh Allen. That was a hell of a punch by <laughs> Stefan Dick. Uh, they put these guys on a pedestal. In the real world, and I try to use myself, and I try to put myself in that world, the, the real world. In the real world, we can multitask, right? It's like under the big top. Yeah, We're like circus clowns here. We're juggling balls on a unicycle. Uh, juggle, 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 juggle. As we are juggling and we're being chased by other clowns and lions and tigers and uh, some woman breathing fire uh that's how we do it and so we are able to both criticize the bill's performance a lifeless lasargic performance by the buffalo bills just absolutely blah and at the same time we can also multitask and point out that Stefan Diggs reaction was not great now he's In a long line of people that don't handle losing well, Tom Brady's had many a hissy fit, for example, when he's lost a game and stormed off. I shaked hands, but we're talking about Stephon Diggs on this one. And for years, we have said behind these microphones of Fox Sports Radio and delivered sermons that the better story is always in the losing locker room, and this is a textbook point of reference. And had the Bills won the game, Let's say that we are in another world and the Bills had won that game over the Bengals. Let's say they win it 27-10. to 10. What do we get? We get Stephon Diggs playing grab-ass with Josh Allen on the sidelines, chuckling like a clown, putting on makeup for the cameras after the game, answering every question, smiling and laughing and giggling. But they lose, so we get the opposite, right? And It's the old... Famous quote from a uh, an old president that victory has a thousand fathers, but defeat is an orphan. And Stefan Diggs acting like an orphan. He acted like he was on uh, a, a, an island, Loserville Island, alone by himself and a volcano ready to erupt with hot molten lava. He became unglued. And when the going gets tough, Stefan Diggs literally... I'm not making this up. He tried to leave the building. He literally wanted to leave the building. All right, last word here. So will the sideline kerfluffle have lingering effects on the Bills, Josh Allen, and Stephon Diggs' relationship? So I am nodding my head yes. Everyone is smoking the peace pipe right now. They are ready to forgive and forget all of the public rhetoric. In fact, we have a clip from Sean McDermott, the Bills' head coach, who – was asked the day after there, and again, for the second time in as many days, he did what all coaches do. He defended his player. He defended his player, saying essentially that it's a good thing that he was visibly frustrated because of the loss, and here's a very small taste of what Coach Sean McDermott said.
5: Steph's a, a highly competitive individual, as, as we all know, and uh, that's part of the reason why we all love him, and he, he's frustrated like we all are. He was in today, and he and I spoke, and and I'll leave it at that.
4: Okay. Now, the day before, he said again, McDermott, Bill's coach, that this guy's a competitive guy, and that's what makes him good and all that stuff, extremely hard at these jobs, they work hard, blah, 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 went on and on and on. This is what's known as turning on the spin cycle. Not our friend's spin cycle, Regina in Minnesota. This is a different spin cycle, a much different spin cycle. The way I look at this, though, uh here's here's my perspective on this. It's something that is squirreled away in an employee documents folder. This becomes a human resources issue, an HR issue. And it's filed away in the back, and it's something that you revisit, and you likely will not have to revisit it till the twenty twenty-four playoffs, the twenty twenty-three and twenty twenty-four playoffs, right? Then you have to look into that. Even if the bills are humming along and they're a wagon again. The way they started the year beating the Titans and the Rams and kicking ass. Let's say they get off to that start and they have a wonderful year they win 13 14 games again. You won't know until the playoffs when when you face adversity. When you're riding down easy street, it's fine, but how do you how do you handle it when things don't go well and Stefan Diggs does not have a great reputation in this particular department. And Diggs is given more leeway because he's incredible player, and he can dominate, and they're paying him a lot of money. He's a generational receiver. He's also a generational diva. Let's not forget that. He's taken the baton from previous generations of diva receivers like Terrell Owens and Randy Moss and Antonio Brown and guys like that. And when he was with the Vikings, I love the way he left Minnesota there. He was in a contract... Uh, cuff situation with the Minnesota front office. He had this weird news conference. He missed practice. He said he was sick. The team said it was non-illness. He then gave, I remember, a cryptic answer. We did a monologue about it at the time, but he famously said, there's truth to all rumors. That was the money quote from Stefan Diggs in his time in Minnesota. There's truth to all rumors. So therefore, anything we say that's a rumor about Stefan Diggs, there's a little truth to it. And until further notice... Buffalo has to be downgraded because you cannot trust Stefan Diggs and and Josh Allen and these guys to be on the same page in a big spot when things don't go right. And even if you're a great team, you're going to face games where you're behind and you have to catch up, and that's the difference. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. You want to comment on any of that or anything else, you can join us here at 877-99-ON-FOX. That's 877-99. Nine nine six six three six nine. If you're with us on the red eye flight all night long, we've got Mallard of the third degree coming up in hour number two, hour three. Mallard's Mountain of Money will make its weekly appearance. A game that I have dominated over the years. Eddie has tried to cheat at that game so often; it's embarrassing. Uh, will he try to cheat again? And uh, he uses this gaslighting technique where he says, "I'm the one cheating." Well, he's the one cheating. We have Sight the Bite, the great sports radio mystery. That'll be coming up a little bit later as well in hour number four. And if you miss any of this content because you actually go to bed or if you you can't hear some stuff because you got to work, everything's available on the podcast. You can hear every single thing on the podcast, and you can fast forward. I, I'm not supposed to say that, but you can fast forward through the commercials. But I'm supposed to say you should listen to all of the commercials and enjoy every one of them. Because they're great commercials. My favorite commercials are the ones I do. Those are the ones I like the most. But you can hear any of the commercials and uh, and all that good stuff. 877-99 on Fox and the number. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. We'll take a bite of the apple and something that I witnessed a generation ago is still alive and well. And I love it. I love it. I love it. We'll get to that and we will do it next.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table.
1: Hey, where are you? Coming!
0: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks
1: amazing. I'm so glad you made it
0: and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Haya. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and
5: movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. anywhere. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com, That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
3: Terms and conditions apply.
6: You can be a one percenter. Studies show that more than 240 million American adults listen to radio each month, but only 1% actually contribute content. You could join that small fraternity of P1s on the Ben Maller Show. It's painless and simple. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me. Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason, your announcer guy. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Hall of Fame, Bill's running back. He killed his ex-wife and a friend. Herman Thomas. You can hear great answers just like that coming up in a little game that we play called Mallers Mountain of Money. It's in hour three. Of this program, and you can listen to Ben attempt to cheat and win. And now, live from the tireact.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Mallard. Gaslight like Garcia. Oh, Gaslight Gaslight gas Ga- oh,
4: Look at this. Ed, Eddie, come up with some original material. Listen, you would we make know a you wonderful cheat. politician. You cheat every week here and you throw it back. He's, oh, Ben's cheating. You've been yeah. caught multiple times.
6: The uh, biggest. You were describing yourself every time you described me. The biggest
4: cheating scandal. <laughs> no comment. Okay. The biggest cheating scandal
6: in the history yeah, of so Fox Sports Jonas Radio. when Jonas Knox witnessed you reading thesaurus.com during Password. I yeah. agree.
4: Now, it was last year. You deputized. You used this dog whistle for Justin in Cincinnati and Anthony yeah. in Anaheim, and it's embarrassing.
6: It's when I'm... I Justin, a beloved
4: mind. member of the Mallor Militia, admitted to it. So did Anthony Anaheim. Uh, actually, Justin it paid the price,
6: price six months. It was Fur Dog, actually, that called in. But okay. That's incorrect. No, no, it's not,
4: actually. Uh, Rob in uh, Iowa. Rob in Iowa. He says, hey, the goat man. He says, that is an A-plus monologue. You don't even have to follow the oh. bills to know this is how Stefan Diggs really is. Some big changes need to happen in Orchard Park. If they want to remain relevant. G. Mange in Chicago says, A++ on the Mallard monologue band. Diggs was totally wrong. If he was going to cry and moan, it should have been directed towards the Bills defense, as they no-showed, flatter than a surfboard. Well, surfboard are they, surfboards aren't that flatter. Huh? Like a boogie board's kind of flatter than a surfboard. But a guy's in Chicago. What do you expect? I uh, says, I don't understand how an adult can act so childish. Tells you what kind of individual he is. Well, of course, listen, we're grown-ups here. We do God's work, sports talk radio. So we know about being all grown up here and being mature. Absolutely we do. Now Justin in Cincinnati, the aforementioned Justin points out, says he says, I know I'm usually very positive, but sometimes I wish the Bengals would blow again. I'm already tired of Jim Nance and Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, I pointed out. I said, it's the well,
6: price you pay for being good.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, if the Bengals are terrible, you get Tom McCarthy and Tiki Barber or Spiro Dedis or something like that. But uh, when they're good, you you got to put up with with Romo. And D- yeah. did Tony Romo become extremely annoying, or did
6: we just not notice it at first? I think we didn't really notice
4: it. Now he first. was different. He was cool. You know, he predicted plays. People liked him. But now he's just. I mean, he's got knee pads on for these quarterbacks. It's, it's w- unbelievable. Wait, he's so yeah. annoying. <laughs> It's like he's giving uh, fellatio on the air. It's unbelievable here. It's uh, amazing. Plus, he I mean, sucks. Well, I, lo- I love Romo as a player, but uh, I mean, I, listen, I li- I'm flipping around most Sundays. But during the playoffs, you can't flip around. There's no. He <laughs> says stupid things, though. I mean. Well,
6: th- who says smart things? You think Collinsworth is any better? Well, I don't care if they, they don't have to say smart things, just don't say dumb things. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's the point.
4: I mean, Fox has proven this year it doesn't matter. They have you know, no I, I names. Was, and <laughs> I was thinking
6: that when I was watching that game. Not only do I not miss Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, yeah. I'm actually happier that they're gone.
4: Yeah, like uh, Kevin Burkhardt and Greg Olson they're are fine, fine yeah, they're but fine. they're not. Like, they're just there. I've they're just liked, guys. I've never liked Joe They're Buck. Jags. Not Jacksonville Jags, Eddie. They're just Jags. Just a guy. Just a guy. Just a guy. And it sounds like Tom Brady might never do any uh, games. That's the rumor, that he's just – he got that big contract, but he's not planning on going to the Super Bowl, and he's just going to kind of hang out and do his thing. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. I'm not a television mogul, so I have no idea what's going on. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show as we press on. uh, This guy, I think he's a Bills fan, Eddie. He says, I look – I look like I smell like Cheetos and disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> do I Do I look like I smell like che- I have had Cheetos in the past. I have not had Cheetos in some time. Uh, Yafimi in Chicago says, hey, I, could, I
6: could buy you some of the vending machine if you'd like. Uh, I'm good.
4: Uh, hey, Ben, uh, A-plus on and some nachos on the monologue. We need more dick from Dayton songs. This guy is a star. Yeah. Well we know that this man Dick and Dayton if you listened yesterday he gave us a little Kansas City ditty and Dick and Dayton is such a talent this man what a gift uh, this guy should have gone platinum years ago it's a shame he is not and we are very happy to have him and he's working on a duet when my sweet baby's on, we're here here last Saturday night when I
7: was in jail. Yeah.
4: It's huge. Wait till you hear the Kansas City song if you missed it. It's even better than that. And Dick and Dayton working on a duet. Oh, one of the great, you talk about couples. Kathy in Madison, the Hey Mona woman. She's famous on our show. She's the Hey Mona woman. And Dick and Dayton. These two kids getting together for our entertainment. Hey Mona. Nobody Goosebumps. else has
6: that. No, nope. Eddie. Eddie. No. Nope. This is Grammy worthy, Eddie. These two should win a Grammy. Do you think great duets? Yes. in the history of music. <sighs> I mean, who's going to top that? Oh God! And a male female. Oh, they get all the sexes. covered. That's
4: perfect, Eddie. It's going to be amazing here. What content we have. <laughs> Uh, if only Jeannie were alive. I know what well, Genie would be. She would be part of it. She's demand to be part of it. Genie. She's and maybe she'll uh, she'll oversee it from the other side. Who knows?
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the
4: Ben
2: Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
4: This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Covino and Rich.
3: Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy.
4: Uh, that's right, Covino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio's newest hit
3: show. Heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And And the iHeartRadio app.
4: Every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude.
3: The show features
4: our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever
3: you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
3: terms and conditions apply.
6: Tom Brady's comments on the Let's Go podcast. Did you hear this? I, I saw the headline on it. Do we have the I audio? have the audio. Oh, oh, if we we want it, to, you oh, want oh, to do yeah, it?
3: Sure, let's do the
4: audio. All go right, ahead, go. Eddie. Well, yeah. uh,
6: Tom Brady was on the uh, his podcast Let's Go with, uh, with Jim Gray. BFF, the hard-hitting oh, yeah. Jim Gray. Well, yeah. well, Jim <laughs> Jim Gray asked him a question that apparently Tom thought was hard-hitting because oh. he did not like it. Okay. Let's go to the audio oh, here tape. We go.
4: Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you have said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to f***ing do, I'd have already done it. Ah! Okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. <laughs> I sense you're antagonized by the question.
5: <laughs> You're scratching. It's They're only the question that everybody yeah. wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. Hey, uh,
4: there you hey, go. That's hey, cool, Tom, uh, Tom. There's no other reason to listen to your podcast. You're not very entertaining. I hate to tell you. I mean, you're kind of you're kind of boring. I hate to tell you, Tom, but uh, you're good good at football. But man, let's go. All let's right. Let's go. Let's go. So I guess Jim Gray, he's probably upset. He's like, wait a minute. This is the only paying gig I got right now. Yeah. I'm going to lose my podcast. I'm so surprised he
6: didn't apologize to Tom right there on the spot. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tom. Tom, I'll wash your car please, this weekend. Please don't okay. fire me. Please. Tom,
4: I'll do, your, I'll, I'll, I'll do your dishes. You got dry cleaning? I'll take you to the dry cleaner. Whatever you need, Tom. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show. So this story, I love this story. Eli Apple, who the much maligned Eli Apple, who gets – Harpooned for his play in the secondary. He played with the Giants. Remember, his mom became a big star at the draft because it was like, you know, mom's kind of running the whole show and all that. And so I bring that up as uh, Eli Apple was having some fun with Stephon Diggs, who had his conniption fit. And uh, Eli sent out a comment on social media telling Stephon Diggs to have a pleasant early trip to. Cancun, and I love that. He said Cancun on uh, on three uh, was uh, was the line there, and it was great because in another life, um, I was around the Lakers a lot when they had a guy by the name of Nick Van Exel, and that that's a great quote by Nick Van Exel. Some people know, a lot of people know, but if you're younger, you might not know that, but Nick Van Exel, the Lakers were getting rid of him They've they've twisted the story around, but it's when they had a a young Kobe Bryant who wasn't Kobe Bryant yet, and Shaquille O'Neal, and Nick Van Exel was still there, and they were pushing Nick out, and Nick knew it, and Nick was pissed. He was not happy, because he knew he loved being a Laker, and he was pissed that they were getting rid of him, and... In is 1998. The Lakers were playing the Utah Jazz. who had Carl Malone and John Stockton. This was a great jazz team that never won the championship. They were a great team. And they were kicking the Lakers' ass. They were up 3-0 and in practice, Nick Van Exel, he ended the huddle instead of saying, uh, you know, usually go 1-2-3 Lakers. And he went 1-2-3 Cancun. And uh, right before game four, and it was He said it was a joke. You know who didn't take it as a joke was Jerry West did not take it as a joke. Van Exel was already going to be gone anyway, but that expedited the process and added to the legend. But that's a generation ago. That's 25 years ago now that Nick Van Exel did that. Nick's an assistant coach bouncing around the NBA, and I love that that still has legs. That still has life all these years later. When you want to discourage an athlete, you say Cancun, some version of Cancun. Just wonderful. Let's go to the phones and batting in the leadoff chair from San Diego, cashing a golden ticket. They say the most important call you take is the first call. Well, we'll find out if that's the case. We say hello to Poppy in San Diego, picking with Poppy. Hello, Poppy. Hey, how's it going?
7: Appreciate it. How's it going? Thank you. Yeah, have a good one. Oh, you're
4: doing business. You want to go? I can go back to you if you want, Bobby.
7: No, no, no. I was working. You know, Bobby's a busy, busy man. Um, and you know, I was gonna tell you about Mattress Dave. You know the, you know the two million dollar bet.
4: Who? What's his name?
7: I'm very upset. Very disappointed. No, no, what,
4: what's the guy's name?
7: Mattress Dave, right? Mattress Dave.
4: That great Mattress Dave. Yeah, the legend in yeah, Houston. Mattress Dave. Yeah.
7: Yeah, he lost two million dollars uh, on the bet on the Cowboys. I know I had him, but Poppy's very mad. I'm here to get revenge. Very upset, uh, Ben Maller. Yeah. And you know, I got um actually some uh, breaking news for you guys.
4: Oh, a breaking news from Poppy yeah. in San Diego. Right, a big, big story. Breaking Nobody else has this. We've got Fox. it. Nobody else.
7: Yeah. So I talked to my friend, a uh, former NFL football player. He played with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I have insight. He also played with the San Francisco 49ers. I got some inside scoop, and he told me that Christian McCaffrey is not feeling 100%. So that was good news for us. We're going to get a revenge because the Dallas
6: Cowboys hey. hurt us. No, no, nobody's 100% hey, yeah, at Poppy, this time of Poppy, the year, they, Poppy, Poppy, they,
7: played all, they, played,
4: so they went to training camp in July, <laughs> Poppy. No one's feeling good, okay? <laughs>
7: Yeah, no, but well, he's banged up. He's
4: that's, that's some insider information, right? Yeah, let, me, let me let let me me guess. He also told you, did he tell you that Shanahan took a bowel movement yesterday as well? Did he tell you that? Because he probably did. Probably did. Yeah. Hey, uh,
7: hey Ben Mallow, I love your jokes. But, I'll, hey, but all joking aside, this is a true story from inside source. So we're going to go with the Philadelphia 72nd We're going to take them, Ben, on the money line. I see this being a close so many
4: Sixers. That's big. Yeah, you're taking the Sixers. No, it. You're, 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 you're not...
7: Oh no, you said the sit You said the Sixers. Now, if the Sixers
4: beat the Niners, you know what? I'll have you in studio if the Sixers beat the Niners.
7: No, I was just being fun, uh, being being funny right there, Ben. I'm glad you caught it. Oh, you know, are, you're. Are a, gonna, let me tell you, I'm you're gonna gonna
4: a modern win. day Chris Rock, is what you are. <laughs> <laughs> are so funny. Yeah, thanks,
7: thanks uh, Ben. Um, but remember in the meeting green, I was gonna tell you about the Philadelphia Eagles when I was right there. There was a fan right there, and he told me, "Hey, Poppy, hey, what do you think? Do you do any prop bets in the future bets?" And I told him, "Yes." Um, he's all, "Who do you like? Winning the division?" And I said, "In the division, like the Cowboys division, I like the Philadelphia Eagles. They actually won," and I. am – taking the Philadelphia Eagles to go into oh, the good. Super Bowl. All right, so now and, and, then, and
4: then pick the AFC, then we don't have to take your calls all week then, right?
7: No, no, Ben. No, no, no. We're going <laughs> to throwback. We're going to throwback because uh, you know, Pop is here to make some good picks compared to the picks you guys saying the draft picks. Some of them are pretty horrible. Sorry to bash you on, guys, on that. I'm being nice and humble, Ben. But you know what? There's going to be a big game tomorrow that I'm really loving, Ben. It's a Super Bowl and the NBA. It's the all right, let's come action. I'm talking about the Clippers
4: versus the Lakers. That's going to be a great game, guys. And I'm telling you, that's going on. to be a great game. We're no, no no. Fight! Thank you. And those guys are going to play, and if they play, they'll play like a quarter here. That's fun the NBA. All right, this portion of the Ben Mather Show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So the coaching carousel, Jim Caldwell, has interviewed for the Carolina Panthers job and the Broncos job. He's not going to get either, but he supposedly did well, whatever that's worth. I wonder if that came from his agent. Time now for the Who Am I game. Here we go. The Cowboys' Brent Maher ended up missing five, five extra points over the last two playoff games, the second most in postseason career in a postseason career in NFL history. I am the only player that has missed more extra points in the NFL postseason than Brent Maher over the last two games. Who am Am I the answer? We'll get to it, and we will do it next.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
6: The Ben Maller Show is a sports take invention lab by night. Enhance your listening experience. Chaperone Big Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller on Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And on Instagram, it's at Ben Maller on Fox. Put your stamp on our proprietary blend of unique features such as lame jokes and ask Ben. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And time
4: now for the Who Am I game. So the Cowboys, Brett Maher, ended up missing five extra points, five of them, over the last two playoff games. That is the second most missed extra points in a postseason career, an entire career in NFL history. I am the only player that has missed more extra points in NFL postseason history. Who am I? That's the question. What's the answer? Mr. Nice Guy is going with Trevor Lawrence that's his answer. Ed from Spokane says Cowherd Kaepernick. Who else do we have? Paige Down, Jerry the King Lawler from Rob in Vegas. Martine Gramatica from Jason in Denver. That's his answer. Uh, Ed also said Delilah from the uh, radio station. Egg. Hey. Hall of Famer Delilah. She's still doing her thing, Delilah? I don't know. Uh, who else do we have? Neil Rackers from Oscar. Dave Vinatieri from FergDog, yeah. The knowledge FergDog of our friend Poppy in San Diego on uh, Mattress Dave, as he called him. That's uh, outstanding. Oscar Pistoris from Rob. Wow, good photo there, Rob, the goat man. Who else do we have? Page down, page down. Matt Gay, the ram kicker from Tortilla Man, Tony. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Lieutenant Dan, guessed by Benito. No longer a Cowboy fan, at least for now. Uh, Ashma is going with Black M&M as uh, his answer. Uh, we've got Buff Bagwell from Milkman Mike listening to us in Colorado. Kyle's going old school clips. Eric Piedkowski, the Polish rifle. Eric Piedkowski from Nebraska. Who else do we have? Page down, page down. Uh, Jay Homeless in Everett says uh, that would be Chris Weber. All right. Well, Jay, yeah, we hope you you find some shelter there in Everett. Um, Bean Boot Maker Bob says, wide right, Scott Norwood. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie?
6: I do. The oh. man the man with half a foot, Tom Dempsey.
4: Tom Dempsey, Eddie. That's your answer. Well, Eddie, you'll be happy to know that is incorrect. The correct answer. A guy that played, Eddie, mostly for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's test Eddie's football knowledge. 1970s Steeler football, oh, Eddie. 1970s. You know, you, you look, uh, look... Roy kid. Jurella. Yeah, you got it right, Eddie. Roy Jurella. Wow. Didn't think you were get it. In your face, Mallard. Okay. Uh, he, he had 15 career playoff games. He was the kicker for the Terry Bradshaw-era Steelers for most of it throughout the 70s, and he missed six extra points, but he did that over 15 games. Brett Maher has done it over two. So, congratulations. You've got your place in NFL history. And uh, we are going to talk more about the Dallas Cowboys because I, I was trying to figure out who's going to get the most of the blame. Is it going to be the coach? Is Who? it going to be Dak Prescott? No, no, no. I, I didn't have this on my bingo card. Wait till you hear